Ah, yes, graduation. That time in your life when you're getting all dressed up in an itchy, shapeless gown and trying to adjust a square hat onto your head that simply won't stay on. It's a ceremony, a ritual, a rite of passage. Not only does it represent growing up and going on to bigger things, but it's a celebration of everything you've done up until that point, your years of education and everyone who helped you achieve that. To most of us, graduation is probably a distant memory. I can barely remember what dress I wore despite fretting over it for weeks leading up. Something you don't forget is the feeling, sitting with your friends and classmates as your academic achievements are honored. It's exciting, it's, it's nerve-wracking. It's something almost all of us go through. But the graduates of 2022 had an educational experience that few can relate to. With the pandemic and virtual learning and everything else that affected them, they are a class that is truly unique. Welcome to Valley 101, a podcast by the Arizona Republic and azcentral.com covering Metro Phoenix and beyond. I'm producer Amanda Luberto, and today I'm joined by the Republic's K-12 education reporter, Yana Kunachov. We visited three graduations at three different stages of life to try and capture this moment in time. When you think of graduation, you probably think of college, if not high school. You may not think of this. I'm making friends. Now we celebrate that the year is about to end because we are promoting and we're going to kindergarten. <laughs> On a Tuesday morning in Buckeye, 19 members of the class of 2035 accepted their diplomas for finishing pre-K. They were so excited for their next steps that they even had a song about it. For the students, it may not have meant much. After all, the memories of being four and five years old are a little hazy once you grow up. But for the parents, it was a time to reflect on how much their kids had learned. He has a speech issue and he struggles with saying like his K's and like the end sounds of his words and he's shown so much improvement and his speech has gone from like, people could not even understand him in the beginning of the school year and now you can actually have a conversation with him. So it's amazing. And the Miss Rose and the other um, speech people here are amazing. Danielle Leppert's son, Finnegan, graduated preschool that morning. Excited to take off his little green graduation gown, he ran around in an outfit that he told us he picked out all by himself as we spoke to his mom. She's a first grade teacher, and when he goes to kindergarten next year, Danielle is moving districts to be with him. I'm sad about leaving the district. I love the district. Um, I'm excited for the new things. I'm excited to be with my kids at a school, but I'm definitely sad about leaving the district. It's safe to say that big changes are ahead for the whole family. For students like Finnegan, pre-K is a chance to hone verbal skills and to learn how to act in a classroom. 
Erica Betcher is the preschool director at the Buckeye School District Preschool where graduation was held. A lot of times preschool in the past, I believe, has been viewed more as a daycare almost, even just to have a place for a child to go in a safe space and be watched during the day while the parents are at work. But here we are really trying to educate our children and fully get them ready for success for kindergarten. Preschool in Arizona isn't mandatory, and even kindergarten is optional. But Erica believes that what kids learn in these early years is fundamental for the rest of their education. So we focus on the social-emotional aspect to, you know, build their confidence in moving forward, uh, building relationships with friends, how to interact appropriately with peers, and then also our academics. We really have dove into our academics as we are, you know, really diving into understanding letters and numbers and not just that initial uh, sound or name, but actually using those skills. Because of COVID-19, it's possible that preschool was one of the first steady opportunities for these kids to be with other people their own age. If they're graduating preschool at five, they were most likely just three years old when isolation was the safest option. I 100 percent feel like our students will be ready knowing those skills, the simple skills just of how to walk in line and how to sit appropriately on the carpet and raise your hand and take turns and just be a good friend. Because so many of our kiddos that are going to kindergarten, unfortunately, have never even been outside of the family or, you know, a stay-at-home daycare or whatever that might be. And so I believe that our students are ready academically, they're ready personally and emotionally. While the preschoolers are preparing their tiny little backpacks for kindergarten, others are prepping for high school. Like Ronaldo Garrido. Well, I'm excited and nervous because I'm finally like out of middle school, but the work in middle school was kind of hard and like people tell me that high school's harder so I'm kind of nervous for that. In March 2020 when COVID-19 first closed down schools Ronaldo was in the sixth grade barely out of elementary school as he put it and he felt like the teachers were really what helped him most when he was able to finally return to a classroom. When I came here from sixth grade since COVID was around and I didn't even get past sixth grade completely. I came in here not knowing anything, but the teachers, they they do know how to teach. Like they teach in a fun way. And that's what helped me feel like I can go into high school knowing something. He's going to Mesa High School next year and he's nervous to be away from his friends. But for now, Ronaldo is focusing on completing middle school and enjoying his summer. It is a milestone because this uh, year, I thought I wasn't going to pass. Like, I was scared. And yesterday, when they called my name and they said that I was graduating, I was happy because the work paid off and I'm, I don't have to go to summer school. As we were talking to Ronaldo, he continued to express how thankful he was to his teachers. They were really what helped him get to this point, he said. And as a student at Kino Junior High School, Ronaldo has some of Arizona's best. Actually, he had Arizona's best teacher, 
Nancy Park Quinlan was named the 2022 Arizona Teacher of the Year, and she's a STEM and CTE teacher at Kino. She's lovingly referred to as PQ by students and teachers, and it was clear as soon as we got on campus that she was the one we needed to talk with. Nancy was quick to remind us that in eighth grade, they're referred to as promotions, not graduations. So it's really important that the kids understand that promotion is showing them that they've achieved something and that they have um, some things now under their belt that they can take with them to high school. Like how Erica Betcher felt about preparing the preschoolers for kindergarten, Nancy says that middle school is all about making sure the students are fully prepared for high school. So while we do teach reading, writing, math, science, social studies, and you know a variety of electives, PE, etc., it's more that we are teaching children how to be more independent and responsible and accountable. Like every educator, Nancy had to find a way during the pandemic to engage her students while they were learning from home. At Kino Junior High School, they used a system called WebEx to connect to classrooms. While it was hard for kids to stay focused and motivated, she said that some things were actually useful. A lot of times when I'd be in class and I'd be teaching something and ask something, kids at junior high are very afraid to volunteer an answer because they'd rather sit there in silence with the right answer and be unsure than to say, oh, this, and be wrong. And everybody would know they're wrong. And they'd be like, you know, that, that's like the kiss of death, <laughs> is to be wrong in front of your peers. The great thing about WebEx was the chat was private with me. I had more kids taking chances. I would ask a question, and they would write it in WebEx. And then I would be able to say, okay, well, the correct answer was, you know, blah, 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 whatever the correct answer was. And those kids would be, oh, yeah, okay, I was right. Or if they were wrong, they're like, nobody knew I was wrong. So that, that part of it was great. So I try to find ways to incorporate that. Still, remote learning was not without its struggles. I had one student and his screen, his camera would be on, but his screen would be like pitch black. And I would be doing attendance and he would lean forward and come into the light, and I'm, okay, and he'd lean back, and he'd be, and it would just be black. It's like, what the heck is going on with this kid's screen? So I asked him to stay after one day, and I said, dude, what's up? Why, what's going on with your camera and your computer? He said, well, miss my, my younger brother and sister in the room doing their work, and I can't hear. So I'm in my closet. I'm in the closet in the bedroom so that I can hear you and see you and pay attention to class. And that just broke my heart. I'm thinking, okay, this kid is having to sit in a closet to learn because there's not a spot for him because of his family situation and having all these kids at home. But you know what? Kids are resilient. As her students leave for high school, Nancy wants her eighth graders to really understand that while high school seems scary, they've got this. They just need to believe in themselves and keep going and that there's nothing that's going to stop them and that we are just so proud of what they've done so far and can't wait to see what's coming. Some students at Keno Junior High got to celebrate leaving middle school with a pool day at the Keno Aquatic Center across the parking lot. 
one last hurrah with their friends and classmates. Savarayi Chavez earned a high enough GPA to indulge in the pool day with her buddies. She was new this year at Keno and new to Arizona as a whole. Her family moved from Oklahoma during her middle school years, but she quickly found friends. Me, Jorge, Jasmine, Riley, Peanut. She goes by Peanut, but her real name's Clarisol. Bianca, uh, Giselle, Marlene, and Esme, and Rosemary. Those are like my main people. If I'm somewhere, I look for them. Being able to graduate with them felt enormous. Sometimes I remember thinking like, that's gonna be crazy. I'm, I don't even know if I'm gonna be able to do it. Walking across the stage, like getting promoted to high school, I didn't think I'd ever actually have to do it, and I did it, and it felt like nothing. But like, it was very monumental. She told us that she's excited for the next opportunity, but is sad to leave her friends behind. Some of them are going to different high schools. But don't worry, they have lots of summer plans. I know we're hanging out this summer, and then I told Jorge, once I start driving, I'm going to pick him up on Fridays for lunch, because we have to do that. And I think we will. Honestly, we kind of promised, I hope we go through with our promise, but we promised each other that we'd kick it with each other. Her best friend, Jorge Garcia Pacheco, is going to the rival high school. Sarai is going to Mesa High, and Jorge is going to Westwood. He's grateful that his teachers gave them this time at the end of the school year to say their goodbyes, because when COVID hit in elementary school, it's not something they got. It kind of helps that we get to hang out today, because in elementary, when like when we left, it was so abrupt. Like COVID hit really fast. No one get to say, no one got to say goodbye. It was like really, it was chaotic. So we like we couldn't say goodbye to any of our friends. So I just really appreciate that today we can hang out and tomorrow they gave us the date to hang out too and say our goodbyes and take photos. Jorge is looking forward to high school as well. He knows it'll be where he'll get a good education, but his plan is to live it up. So I'm trying to make it fun. I'm trying to, well, of course I'm going to learn. I'm going to study and all that stuff, but I'm trying to make it last, you know? Because adults say, like, those are your golden years. Like, after you're 16, those are your golden years. Like, you're going to live your life. Yeah, I just want to feel that way. We're going to take a quick break. Hello, producer Kaylee Monahan here. We're just taking a short break to let you know about our free mobile app. Whether it's stories like this one, politics, or breaking news, keep up to date with the AZ Central app, available in the App Store and Google Play. So we checked in with those living in their golden years. The graduating class of Metro Tech High School gathered with their loved ones at the Veterans Memorial Coliseum on May 19th to celebrate. No more promoting. These kids are properly graduating. And the Phoenix Union High School District wanted to make sure that they felt that. After all, it was the first unrestricted graduation in years. So our first year, we did drive through ceremonies. Um, and those were as successful as they could have been. You know, we, we still got to celebrate with our kids. We still got to celebrate with our families. It was um, interesting to see all the cars lined up as opposed to kids lined up. But uh, they still got to have that sense of their name being called over a loudspeaker crossing the finish line. Last year, we did have in-person graduations at the Coliseum, but they were limited. We limited the amount of tickets that went out, the amount of uh, family members that could attend. 
we had all the protocols in place that you know we're still kind of dealing with today. And then this year will be our first one since 2019, where we don't have restrictions on access and all of our families can actually attend. That is Richard Franco. Richard is the director of marketing and communications at the school district, and he's on the team of people who help organize graduation. They started planning for this in January, and this year, between all of the high schools, they had over 5,000 graduates. Richard feels like this commemoration is certainly deserved. It's the culmination of what our kids have, you know, it's their first opportunity to be celebrated for academics. I mean, some do middle school graduation ceremonies and promotion ceremonies, but this is the first time that they've been able to be celebrated for their success. Uh, In Phoenix Union, we're super proud of our kids. They come from very diverse backgrounds. A lot of our students come from poverty. A lot of our students come from very tough circumstances. So to see them get across the graduation stage is something that's incredible for a lot of our students. Thank you for believing in our students and preparing them for college, career, and the ever-changing world that we live in. Graduates, you made it. Today marks the end of a very important chapter of your life. You are the class of 2022. Congratulations. And they celebrated. The Metro Tech High School graduation was joyful and noisy. And those students earned that. During this class's sophomore year, COVID-19 and remote learning came to define their high school experience. But even through all of that, they ended up on the other side walking across the stage. Isaac Ricardo Hernandez Martinez. Damian Arellano Flores. Montserrat Hernandez Lopez. After the graduation, outside the stadium, families flock to their graduates, arms open with bright and sometimes teary smiles. There were flowers and signs and balloons, so many balloons. There's definitely a surge of emotions that are like going through me right now, but I I just feel ready, you know, like kind of prepared to tackle on like the next chapter of my life. Just also curious to see what, what comes ahead after this, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, I'm gonna go home and sit down and be like, you know, what's next? Like, even though I already probably know, it's just like, what's next? It's that kind of feeling of uncertainty, but at the same time, it's it's kind of thrilling, really. Kevin Gutierrez Velasco woke up on graduation day, at first a little sad, but then proud of himself. High school can be hard enough without a pandemic. He did it and he not only passed, but thrived. He walked across the stage fully decked out in sashes and cords. I have four sashes um, representing like different clubs and organizations I participated in. Um, I participated in the Interact Club and at the school we kind of have like a a blood drive and we kind of just get students that are like over the age of 16 and just basically get any kind of plasma and blood donation that we can to to support other people that need it. And then I also have my NHS stole, which is part of the National Honor Society, very prestigious club. It it was hard. It it was hard during the pandemic year, especially this year, to kind of get back to get started back again and find a way to help the community because there are some people that really do need that help. Um, It could be mentally, physically, and it was just, it was a very tough year to even get started and, you know, start working. And then I have my um, step expedition stole, 
which is an organization I part, um, I took part in. It was an organization for like um, college expedition. They gave us oper- college uh, scholarships, opportunities. They found the different schools, and I was even able to find an out-of-state school that gave me a full ride, which is the school I will be attending. Yeah, and then I have my athletic stall, which um, represents the um, the volleyball team that I joined in my school, and I actually got the um, all district. Um, athletic of the year for that for the volleyball sport so I was very proud of wearing all four of my stoles and have my little um, pins as well to accompany them. Kevin's classmate Yasmin Rodriguez also had regalia that felt personal to her at graduation. So my first stole is my gold stole which is from NHS National Honor Society and then this stole it's very colorful you know it's very representative of Mexican culture and I have um, a picture of La Virgen de Guadalupe, uh, the Virgin Mary, because I'm Catholic, it's very important to me. Now on the other side, it says first generation, all the way down, because I'm first generation. And um, I bought this like at a, very, at a traditional Mexican store. So like it's authentic and everything. And yeah, I brought, uh, I brought this, you know, to like remind myself like why, am I, why I'm here. Her high school experience was not what she had imagined. Under the weight of the pandemic, she felt like her time in the classroom was cut in half. But education and what that would mean for her future were deeply important for her. Especially since I'm first generation, it's very important to me getting to this point. Um, like I'm, I'm the third in my family to graduate from high school. My parents never even made it past that point. And you know, it's very important because education is definitely like a key out of generational cycle of like poverty and such. So education is definitely like a saving grace in a way. Kevin said he'd tell his freshman self to continue to persevere, that these four years will bring a lot of hardship, but to keep going. Yasmin would also tell her freshman self, stay motivated. Getting to this point will help break stereotypes and help her keep achieving. And while graduation was all about formally celebrating academic achievements, it was also a day for young people to just have fun. And graduate Claudia Castro knew that without a certain famous reggaeton artist whose image she had on her graduation cap, it wouldn't really be a party. Well, I had a lot in mind, but I was like, no, it has to be Bad Bunny for sure, for sure. So it had to be him. Well, it says, buy me free. And that's like Bad Bunny saying like, oh, buy me free. Like, oh, bye, I'm leaving high school. The experience of graduation is not a given. During COVID-19, the state saw a decrease in high school enrollment. And last year, 75% of Arizona's high school students graduated. And at Metro Tech in particular, students walked with heavy hearts. This year, they lost a classmate to a fatal car accident. And when the student's parents accepted his diploma for him, they were met with a deafening applause. loss and grief, on top of math homework and worrying about crushes, the class of 2022 is on to the future. Kevin's going to go to Washington University in St. Louis to study electrical engineering. And Yasmin is headed to ASU to study computer science. And as their principal said, Graduates, enjoy this milestone and look forward to your bright future.
So congratulations to all the graduates of 2022. What a momentous time in your life. Well, I don't remember graduating preschool and I vaguely remember a ceremony in the eighth grade. High school graduation was really special to me. I went to a small school my whole life, and so sitting next to my classmates really felt like sitting next to family. It was going to be the first time we were apart since we were kids. I was in the choir all through school, and we got to sing a goodbye to our friends. And trust me, there were a lot of tears. Yana, what do you remember about graduation? What I really remember from my graduation was both this sense of A lot of formality, um, you know, with how you're dressed and the diplomas and then this like total unknown of the future ahead (laughs) and trying to just keep both those realities in my brain at the same time. Yeah, I feel so stark right now. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Valley 101. If you have any questions about Metro Phoenix, please submit them to our podcast by visiting valley101.azcentral.com. If you're a fan of the show, please share it with a friend and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can also support it by subscribing to azcentral.com. You can find all AZ Central podcasts like Valley 101, The Gaggle, and The Lab on Twitter at azcpodcasts. I'm producer Amanda Liberto, this week with Yana Kunachoff. Thank you again for listening. We'll see you next week.